Hello, this is Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello, welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This channel is... A celebration of all things pop culture, including the New York Giants and NFL season kicks off tonight. <laughs> so, if you are new to the channel, please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, JSAG, Certified Geek, Certified... <laughs> I can't talk today. Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of the orange, the land of Tom Cruise of Syracuse, New York. And I'm moderating Troll Hammer. Joe of All One Gaming is stuck working late, so he'll hopefully pop in at the end of the show, but I know he's lurking there somewhere in the chat. But please, ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Cage Nation, you know him. He was here a few months back. Please give a nice warm welcome to Big Pat from Welcome to Big Pet Sports Talk and the Blue Crew Productions. How you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing good, Nerd Cage, man. Good to come back and chill and talk whatever we finna talk about today. <laughs> I know you guys talk about a whole bunch of things, so what, yes. what, what we got going for today, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before we get started here, I just want to welcome the, the lurkers in the chat as well as our friend Artara in the chat. Thanks for being here tonight. I know it's a little quiet. I know this is also a day well we usually we go on around eight o'clock so i know this is an early show for for some of y'all and of course uh i know there's other live streams going on tonight but that's all right if you're catching the replay we appreciate you being here again hit the like share and subscribe by the way we just hit 18 or 1860 subscribers so thank you to everybody who's been sharing our content and all that and that's what promote real quick uh if you haven't already please check out our crash bandicoot g fuel energy drink food review as well as the spyro um energy drink food review uh and of course the podcast version of the nerd cage live video game console tier maker with fist vegas shack oatmeal and tab of 99 is available on all podcast platforms or on youtube as well as our live stream with uh sean wick of jt's reborn which is also available on all podcast platforms and our latest stream from last week jimmy o from joe blow celebrity interview extraordinaire awesome show we really got into it had a lot of cool celebrity stories so please check out that live stream it's also available on all podcast platforms as well and then on uh, not friday because i'm going to a concert but saturday night uh joe and i will be twitching resident evil 5 co-op so that'll be twitch.tv slash nerdcage live saturday that night, was co-op yes saturday night uh eight, eight o'clock eastern standard time and then guys we're gonna have a new video drop on sunday night the Tetris G Fuel food, uh, energy drink food review. And then finally, we will be uh, playing God of War 2 on PlayStation 2 on Tuesday on twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive. And then a week from tonight, Adam from Scribe Productions returns to Nerdcage Live. You know that man has got stuff to get off his chest. So get ready. It's going to be insane. Um, so... Yeah, Pat. So we had you back on uh, back in March. How are things? How how things have been uh, on your channel? How's the Big Flu crew? Uh, anything new and exciting? Anything you want to promote, man? The floor is yours, man. We just want to know how you've been. 
Uh, man, we're just uh, promoting the Big Blue Crew uh, Network. Um, we're going to get that started for you guys. Uh, we've all been doing pretty well. Everybody's channel has been growing. I'm over 3,500 now. Congratulations. So Right, four thousand coming soon. Um, yeah, special, everything is hey, hey, Any special plans when you cross four thousand subscribers, Pat? Uh, yes, I'm actually planning to start doing members-only streams, uh, especially when I get up to fifty members. We're at twenty-five right now, so we're halfway to our goal. Once I get to fifty members, it's going to be members-only streams, members-only uh, film breakdown on the New York Giants. Um, and then it's going to be like a members only uh, raffle giveaway as well. It's going to be some big past sports talk uh, gear given out. Maybe a Xbox, maybe a PlayStation 5. Just depends on uh, which which prize I feel like giving out on a monthly basis, especially when I get to 50 members. The more members, the more prizes that's going to be given out, basically. Also, uh, you have a merch store as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the big past my videos or if you just hit my channel is right underneath uh the description man all the products there you click on the big passport shop you can go copy a hat go copy a toboggan copy posters man we got everything cups mugs bags shirts hoodies everything that you want big passport shop got it uh i actually have my own clothing line on there as well it's called nice fit um i have that on there as well and the What Are You Doing collection is on there as well. So we got a lot of things going, man, with the Big Blue Crew and Big Passports Talk. We're just striving to be the best that we can be, man. Yes, and uh, shout out to uh, your uh, co-hosts, uh, Joel and Lou. You, got, mm -hmm. you guys have something special going on there. So definitely, and as a fellow Giants fan, I definitely appreciate you guys' honesty. I appreciate the fact that you're one at, at first. I'm, I'm, I'm not, this is not a slight against the other Giants uh, YouTubers, but it was just you guys stuck by the team. Like, you didn't, you guys never trashed our roster, you know? Like, you were honest. Mm -hmm. You guys gave the unpopular opinion that should have been popular, but you guys went to get, you guys went with your own gut, put your, your reputation and yourselves out there and say, listen, Daniel Jones is the man. Have faith, you know, have faith in this rebuild, et cetera, et cetera. And, like I said, you never wavered off. So, just like I said, I appreciate you being one of my personal voice of reason to listen to Giants content and whatnot. So, uh, big props to you because I know, I know there's got to be some pressure. Right? So, for those who don't understand, who, who you know, I, I'm a different kind of content maker. But before these sports content makers and, and the Giants content makers. There, there's there's kind of like an underlying pressure of giving in to the popular narrative and the and what the media is saying, and mm -hmm. big big Pat and the big blue crew never gave in to that bullshit. So just give this man his flowers. <laughs> right, I mean it's tough having your own opinion um, and sticking to your guns. There's been a lot of things said about the big blue crew, me, Joe, Lou. But a lot of things said about us about in this Giants content world, as you want to call it. It's a lot of pressure to be, what I say, negative towards the team. Yeah, I just call it pandering. I just call it pandering. It's, it's guys that think they're just smart because, hey, the more negative stuff about I say about the team, the more views I'm going to get because that's what people want to want to go to. They just want to look at stats. They just yeah. want to. And I just I like to look at the whole game in general. I want to know the reason why they're getting the stats that they're getting. 
And yeah. once I saw that, I was like, yeah, Daniel Jones, it's, it's not him. It wasn't him. It's the, it's the people around him. If you can't see that, then something's wrong. But, like I said, the pandering goes on. You keep bashing the Giants, you're going to keep getting views. But and not I go mention, the other way. I like the fact that you are also, a.k.a. the Black Madden. <laughs> and <Yeah>. I like <laughs> the fact that, um, and this is something you can definitely appreciate for those who don't really know the X's and O's of football, but Pat will make videos where he breaks down plays. And it's really, it's really fascinating. Like I said, he really is black man. Because like I said, Pat is so cerebral when it comes to the game of football. He understands the X's and O's, um, positioning, what 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 went wrong with this play, what could what could how this play could have been executed better, etc. Really gotta check that out. Um, and it, like I said, for those who just watch football casually uh, or or bet on football, again, Pat breaks shit down. Um, and speaking of Madden, man, uh, Madden 24 is coming out. Uh, you, do you plan on getting it? Do you, do you compete in Madden at all? And I stopped competing in Madden years ago, man, when they made these Maddens to where all you have to do is run flood concepts and you can beat everybody, man. I, yeah. I've been telling people, man, y'all got to stop buying that game if y'all want it to change. Because if you keep buying it, you keep going to do uh, the My Team thing on there, they're never going to change it, man. It's like the... The most novice of people can go out there and just do flood concepts and beat every, everybody. It's like zones don't even work on the game no more. Cover three, any, nothing works on that game anymore if you know what you're doing. But yeah, I, I haven't I, bought, I haven't bought Madden in a minute, man. The last Madden I bought, to no surprise, was Madden 16 when Odell Beckham Jr. was on the cover. That was the last Madden Damn. I bought, and that's the only reason why I bought it is because Odell Beckham. I didn't. I really haven't been playing Madden in a long ass time. But to be honest, truth, I was happier, and you can appreciate this as a '90s kid. I, I liked it better before EA took over the NFL. Like I liked mm-hmm. it when we had our 2Ks, our NFL bl- yeah. blitz. is my favorite. Um, uh, hell, even the, uh, the what was the one that Microsoft? Uh, I think it was the NFL Game Day. Like there are some. Yeah, Game great. Day. Yeah, Quarterback Club. You had a bunch of games out there, bro. But once EA took over the license, it's been downhill since. Because those two game, those two K games were actually better. Yeah, I like. I said, I, see, I was a fan of NFL Blitz because I'm a huge fan of arcade style gameplay and NFL, you know, mm-hmm. no rules and you know. Of course, I was a huge NBA Jam fan. He's on fire! Like, yeah, I was that. <laughs> oh man, so that's that was my thing was NFL Blitz. Um, hey, Super Tosh, well, good to see you, bud. I uh, always appreciate your support. Um. Uh, actually, I, I, I want to make a little bit of a transition, Pat, uh, since we're talking games and we're talking sports. Um, were you a Fight Night fan by any chance? What? What? I was I was a fan of that when it was called Knockout Kings. Man, now, Knockout think, Kings all the way to Fight Night Champion, bro. I do. Can you agree? I mean, I know there's the UFC game, but can we agree that it's time for Fight Night to come back? Man, I've been waiting for a fight night game for what ten years now. Well, yeah. when Fight Night Champion came out, that yeah, was I didn't, that was person, one of I the best. I, I actually I didn't like that one personally. You didn't I, like, man? That was one. I of the, liked the round one. three. Round four was alright. I really loved round three. Round three was off the chain, but yeah. the, just the fight nights. Period. Those games were good. It wasn't just good boxing games. Those were good games. You didn't have like, to, I like, could you play didn't have those to, like, all like day. Boxing to like that, game. right? And right. I, was, I used to love playing online. Oh my gosh, 
playing online, making your own character, like your own customizable. It was like a RPG. It was like a RPG, like a role playing game, like you were playing Final Fantasy or something. But you was leveling up your boxer. Man, yes. I love those games, bro. I wish they would bring it back. Okay, oh, our turn in the chat. Uh, I just want. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it balanced between nerd stuff and sports stuff. I'm trying to keep everybody happy tonight. But Artara, she's a Chicago gal, and she mentions that she's forever a Bears fan, even though they struggle. Uh, I want. I want to talk about the Bears just real quick, cause I kind of have a soft spot for the Bears. Not only, not when they play the Giants, but I love the city of Chicago. I, mean, I love Chicago, but the Bears are in an interesting position right now, Pat. I think mm -hmm. Justin Fields. I personally think he's the guy, personally, but he needs to do something this year with DJ Moore on the team. I, okay, listen, I want Pat to talk about this real quick. So, Artar, there may be hope for you. So, Pat, break it down. What What's going on with the Bears real quick? Okay, with the Bears, you got to think. Uh, the best thing that happened to that actual division is Aaron Rodgers left. He went to the New York yeah. Jets. So you got the Vikings, Jay Jettas, Kirk Cousins, you know who they are, but their defense has always been suspect. Then you got the Packers with Jordan Love. Nobody knows what he is, and there's a bunch of young guys out there with him. There's no veteran presence on that team besides the running back position, Aaron Jones and Dillon. So if you stop that run game, I like to see what the Packers can do to you. Their defense is eh, it's pretty good. Now the Lions... I believe that's the up up and coming team in that division as well. But the Bears have a chance. Tonight. Right. The Bears, the Bears have a chance, bro. They have a chance to get that division with uh Justin Fields. They got DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Mooney, uh Cole Komet, the tight end, Herbert, and um Deontay Farmer from the Panthers. They did some things on the offensive line. They made some adjustments to the defense. If Justin, if they allow Justin Fields to play his game and get him some wide open throws, I think they're a hard team to beat because his athleticism is off the charts. And if you make any mistake, he can take off with 20 yards on you and in the blink of an eye, actually turn it into a 60 yard touchdown, which can make it tough on you. So I give the Bears a heck of a chance. I got them finishing right behind the Vikings in that division. I think yeah. they, I think they, I think they beat the Lions twice this year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, and uh, I'm just, and for the record, if the Bears somehow squeak into the playoffs and, and they face the Giants, I would absolutely attend. Brother, if it's at MetLife or at Soldier Field, by the way, Soldier Field might be gone soon. But yeah, I we think get, we get a Giants Bears playoff game. Brother, if it's in Chicago or New York, I will be there. I will absolutely yeah. be there. And that's I kind of hope it is in Chicago, just because I, I'm not afraid of you Chicago people. I will wear, I'll bring, I'll wear my Giants gear and everything. I, I, I fear, Jay G fears no one. If I can, if I can <laughs> face the Philadelphia Eagles fans, I can face, and, and the Buffalo Bills fan base, I can face any yeah. fan base. Just throwing that out. Bills there. fan base is crazy. Oh my but, lord! Um, if you were in upstate New York, man, if only you knew, Pat. They are loud. They're loud, mm -hmm. and they have no right to be. They haven't done anything. They had four chances in a row, and they couldn't even do nothing. And got beat up. <laughs> and I, all I, four times. I, I think they're. I think they're like on the downtrend, personally. Yeah, I think they are too. I think yeah. this is their last year of dominance. I think because it, 
Miami. Go ahead. I, I know I know you got Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, but I'm not sold on the Jets. I really feel like Miami. I'm not sold on the Jets. Yeah. If Miami, if Tua uh, is a good quarterback, Miami's definitely the team to look out for. But they've always always had a history of signing a bunch of people too, and not doing anything with them. So I don't know. But I'm looking at Miami because they got young talent infused with a bunch of older guys. So. Absolutely. All right. So Pat. So Lexi, we had last time we had you on was back in March. Oh my God. If, it feels weird to say that because that, that was over six months ago, man. It feels like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, since last time we had you on the show, man, have you played any new games? Have you seen any movies or any new TV shows since uh, you've been on the show that you want to talk about? Or any, like, if there's any movies, uh, I don't know if you caught Barbenheimer or anything like that. Any, anything that you've seen since you've been, last been uh, hanging out with us, Pat? The thing that I've seen since the last time hanging out with you guys was the new Transformers, which is pretty good. Yeah, and John Wick things. 4. John oh my Wick god, 4 I love John Wick. It's ridiculous. 4. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they're saying that he that, that there's gonna be a five. I thought they killed them all. No, but they uh, said it's they, gonna they, be they, debunk, a... they debunked that. It's not happening. But we are getting a prequel television television series called The Continental that takes place in the 70s. And we're getting a spin-off called Ballerina, uh, which is a female. Same universe, but a female John Wick, basically. Um, oh, man. So they said they're not going to do the fifth one? No. And, and honestly, I'm good with that because, well, I don't want to get into spoilers. But let's just say they don't have to make another one, given how the, the fourth one ended. But, Pat, yeah. I got, Pat, we're both action fans and whatnot. Can we agree that John Wick 4 may be, a, like, a top five just based on the spectacle, I'm not saying as, as a movie, but as a spectacle, some of the best action and fight choreography ever put on film. Right. <laughs> right, man. That that John, I watched that John Wick from beginning to end, and it was exciting from beginning to end, bro. And it was a three-hour like, movie, but it didn't feel right, like a three-hour movie. Right. I was sitting there, I was watching around 10 o'clock at night, man. And the movie went off. I'm like, man, it's down to 130. I was watching that movie for that long. But it's like action from beginning to end, bro. They don't waste any time. Yeah, Haruki Sonata was awesome. Scott Atkins wearing a fat suit was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then of course Donnie Yen, the blind the blind yep. guy. Oh my god. Oh, we love Donnie Yen here at Nerd Cage Live. Like, oh my god, that was again. I still think the first John Wick movie is the best one, narratively speaking. Mm -hmm. if, I, if, I'm, if I'm going to spectacle, man, that fourth one just blows them all out of the water. That fourth movie, I mean, like, that's, like, up there for me as far as, like, Holy cow. like Terminator 2, Die Hard. What's up? That was Scott Atkins, the, the dude that was dealing the yeah, cards. Yeah, the fat suit, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was Scott the Atkins. The German guy, that was Scott yeah. Atkins. With the gold teeth and stuff. Okay, yeah. that was him. See, I wasn't even paying attention. I was so ready for the action. I wasn't well, even paying attention. I, I, I knew it because we interviewed on Joe Blow, which is the website I work for, the YouTube channel I work for. We interviewed mm -hmm. Scott Atkins and, and, the, and the director, Chad Stolinski. We interviewed the both of them. So uh, I knew that that was Scott Atkins going into the movie. So I was excited to see. Okay. Man, they had some people in that movie, man. Yeah. That, like I said, as far as like an American production, like that was like, so, like I said, some of the best action choreography i ever seen like i thought the third one was mind-blowing this one took it to the next level like 
everything. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like you just said, it was never a dull moment, a three-hour movie. But Pat, making the lateral move, over the weekend, I saw Equalizer 3 with Denzel, my favorite actor. Pat, you have got to see Equalizer 3. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Um, is it as good as the first two? I, okay. I, again, just like with John Wick, I feel like the first one's the best one. The first Equalizer is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I like the third one more than the second one, personally. Uh, okay. And I will say this, just to prepare you. Uh, I'm not spoiling anything. This one's got the most blood and gore and guts compared to the other Man, two. I'm in then. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a good action movie, bro. It's it's fantastic. It's, it's definitely a top five movie for me. My favorite movie and you need oh here's no perfect this is perfect talking nerd stuff and movies my favorite movie of 2023 pat is air jordan okay okay I not, i'm not wavered off i think air is the best movie of the year for the record it's streaming on amazon prime fantastic movie it's, you know because you and i lived that era you know the mm -hmm. Jordans and all that so that was like we lived that era so um that's my favorite movie of the year, but along with that, Mission Impossible 2, um, pretty again, good. John, John Wick 4, um, Operation Fortune, and of course, Equalizer. Like, those are all my favorite movies of the year. And just on the, oh yeah, of course, Mario and Barbie. So, uh, yes, I, I love Barbie. I can't get in that. No, I can't get in that. No. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I laughed. Um, look at that screaming man. Keanu Reeves took stunt series and actually learned all the tactics himself, which helped everything. Yeah, yes. Um, and screaming man, thank you for popping in. Uh, I, I think this is my first time seeing you in the chat. Uh, so thank you for uh, subscribing and all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the, you just said the Keanu Reeves took his craft serious and uh, it's like it paid off. And you know now he's become like the most beloved actor in Hollywood. So we can't wait to see what his next one is. And, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss that John Wick, John Wick run he had. I really, I really man, don't. I wish they could have done John Wicks like they do these dumb Fast and Furious movies. John Wick could have went on for a long, long time. He could have. But oh, it's my roommate. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize it was. <laughs> uh, sorry, because I got your Twitch username. I, I know what your Twitch. I didn't know what your YouTube username is. But yeah, the. Uh, um, yeah, I, I can't get into the Fast and Furious, man. That's just, that's too much. I know, shout out to Fist of Vegas. That's his favorite movie franchise. But I, I said to Fist, I'm like, Fist, I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I stopped after five. I couldn't, I couldn't do it no more. Like, it's just, man, it's, it's too And they too got much. a lot more to make because they bringing The Rock back, so. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess what they're doing is Fast, Fast X is supposed to be one of, a first part of a trilogy. And they're also, they're also going to do another Hobbs and Shaw movie. In, like in between mm -hmm. so it's just like so basically they're gonna be doing at least mm -hmm. besides fast x they're gonna be doing at least three more movies that's crazy so oh, they're gonna do x2 x3 Hobbs and shaw and then they're probably gonna do another spin-off of another character man they they're driving that franchise literally like no pun intended they're driving that franchise yeah but man i, I man i'm man i was hoping they came back with a john wick five bro they, man they, they, talk, they, they talked about it because of the, how much money it made but then they're just then they just they pulled all of a sudden like you know they pulled the plug because they're like well how are we gonna do this so i mean yeah it would be kind of it would be kind of hard to do it 
but they'll find they would have found some way to do it. Um, well, they, I, well, you, like I, said, I feel like they ended it on a high note because how how many you I think you can attest this like how many part fours are actually good. You know, it's it's crazy enough that sometimes the three the third movie of a trilogy can't even stick the landing. Yeah, the but that, most the trilogies that, aren't yeah. even that good. But the fact that they actually they did a fourth movie that's arguably the best one, like yeah, it's between four and one for me too, uh, Cage. Like real yeah. talk, because number one will always have a special uh, part to it. Because number one, that was like one of the first movies of that genre, like that that John Wick movie. I was like, what the hell? This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then number four, it, I I say this: number four is the best when it comes to action. I yeah. mean, from start to finish, it was crazy action in that movie. Um. Switch it up real quick. Yeah. What do you think about the new Expendables movie? Do you think I can't wait? It's gonna be any good. I can't bro? wait. Um, adding Fifty Cent was that a good move, man? Adding Fifty Cent, man. You know what? At at first I was scratching my head, but when I saw the trailer the other day, I'm like, okay. I I'm like I can get behind Fifty Cent. Like, he's been in movies before. He obviously had his own biopic, Get Rich or Die Trying. He was. He did pretty good in what's an Al Pacino movie, uh, Righteous Kill. Um, mm -hmm. So he's one of those gifted musicians that can have that has acting chops. He's got charisma, and between the Super last year's Super Bowl halftime show and from what I saw in that Expendables trailer, the man got back in shape. So and I'm not trying to fat shame nobody, but he looked awful in that Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> and I'm not trying to diss him. I. I he was not in shape <laughs> because I, growing up in, you know, 50 Cent was basically everything in high school. So, like, mm -hmm. I remember how jacked he was in the, in the club video and all that. Um, so when I saw him at the Super Bowl halftime show, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he, he went from 50 Cent to, like, like 50 dollars. <laughs> 50 kilos. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so hopefully, uh, but based on what I saw in that trailer, I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all here for an Expendables 4. And, it, and now, I didn't dislike Expendables 3, but Expendables 4 needs to be rated R. It needs to be action. It needs to be blood and guts. So, yeah, I'm going to be Expendables 4, likely on opening night. Um, oh, wait, no, I won't be because that's the night of the Giants 49ers game. I won't be there opening night. So I'll mm -hmm. see, I will see opening weekend. Um. And I trust Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone is one of my many, many of my idols. I trust Stallone. He's gonna do great. I, if he, if he didn't think he could do a good fourth movie, I don't think he would have done it. Um, I think as, as, much as, like, as much as I have like a wish list of other like action stars I'd like to see, I think Fifty Cent's gonna be great in this movie. And Expendables Four does look promising. Uh, coming off of Equalizer Three, Expendables Four, uh, I think this is a pretty good month that the box office desperately needs right now with all these stupid strikes going on. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. Um, got a couple of minutes left. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like the fact that he had to leave the Creed series. I don't yeah, know what they, happened. There, there was a and, studio and, and falling that. out. But I did like Creed 3, though. But I wish... Yeah, Creed 3 was nice. I, I just wish, you know... You gotta keep the original. You see, I got it in the in the background. You gotta keep yeah. Rocky somehow in that series, man. I, like, think, I don't know. I think he'll come back. I think I think they'll do one more Creed movie, and I think they'll bring back Stallone for one. I think I think they got one more Creed. I think there'll be one more Creed movie, and I think Stallone will be back. Also, Creed three for the record 
set the record for the highest box office for a sports movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three was, three was good. And that was that was um, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Well, what a hell of a debut! Yeah, uh, that that made some money. I did have some problems with the movie though. Uh, and this is not really spoilers. We can talk about it real quick. And you're a boxing guy, so I would definitely want to talk. I will, any chance I get to talk boxing, I will talk in boxing. Um, my problem with the movie is obviously Jonathan Majors' character. What he 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 was in jail for 20 years, turns pro, which I don't have a problem with, but. He, he gets a shot at the title. We won't say how, but he gets a shot at the title by fighting Benavidez's his little brother. Um, or older brother, excuse me, older brother. David Benavidez. Yeah, I guess you say that's Jose, the older one. Yeah, Jose Benavidez, who did a great job, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. My problem is he, he wins the title, but there's just no way that going into the fight between Creed and um, Jonathan Majors, there's just no way that a fighter like Adonis would have been an underdog. No way. I know he had time off. But I just found it weird that they 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 get a boxer who was 1 and 0 with the title was like the like like how the hell was Creed the underdog? It just didn't feel like a true underdog story, like an underdog fight to me. Yeah, cuz you know normally Rocky um he's the underdog in all his fights except for yeah. one. But even and that was the first fight between Mr. Mr. T. Yeah, he was the underdog of the Creed, and then in the first movie against Mr. T, he was the favorite, and then he gets knocked out, then he becomes the underdog in that movie, too. Then you got uh, Dolph Lundgren in four. He was the underdog. Five. Yeah. I guess you could say he was the underdog because he, he was an old man fighting Tommy. Yeah. Then they made another Rocky too. I think we was fighting Tarver, I believe he was an underdog yeah, yeah. in that Tar- one. Antonio Tarver was Mason the Line Dixon, yep. Who was the current champ of that era. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, but 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 yeah, what we're all getting at is like every single Rocky and Creed movie up to that point, like yeah, that's he was the underdog. underdog. But to me, Jonathan Major is crazy he was in that movie, even though he's got some questionable character issues going on right now, but that's another conversation for another day. But but I just find it hard to believe that uh, a guy who was in prison for 20 years that's 1-0 uh, like, would be, like, the, you know, the favorite, you know? I just find it a little I, hard to believe. But I understand it was a personal story, but it just didn't feel like a true underdog story to me. Yeah. As far as the Rocky goes. What they did was they, they, I guess they wanted to play on the crowd that he was retired and he had to come back out and... Yeah, had to get back in shape even, and everything. But even but, then, though, like even if a re- if you're retired and but you have that much experience, you should still be the favorite fighter. That's how I look at it. And anyway. then, and then, like, how can you make another Creed? Like, what are you gonna do to make another Creed? Because you've already I, gone I, the Russian way. Yeah. You've already used that route. Uh, you can't do the Mr. T route because that was just this this one. I, you got to compare that one to like Mr. T. The, the guy that comes out of nowhere and becomes the champion, and like, yeah, the, I don't know how you make another creed. Like, who's gonna be the battle? What's the battle? Honestly, you know what I would like. I'm, I'm just, I'm, and I hope uh, Sylvester Stallone happens to be watching this. But here's my pitch for a Creed Four. We got to see Dolph Lundgren Drago get a good proper send off in Creed Two. I would love to see Mr. T get that same treatment. I would love to see Mr. T come back with Deontay, the bronze bomber Wilder, as his son fighting 
uh, fighting the Donis. That's what I want. I want to see. Wow. I want to see Deontay Wilder. Yes, I wow, absolutely. Okay. I absolutely believe that that man has. I, by the way, I love. He's my favorite boxer. I love that man. But I believe he definitely the, has the character to do charisma. It. He's got charisma. He could pull off a, a, a Creed slash Rocky villain. Why not have him be Mr. T's son? The timeline works perfect. I would absolutely love to see them. I would. I, I'm pitch, Stallone. I will pitch this to you. Please, let's have a meeting. Let's sit down on Zoom. Let's talk hey, about that's this. A absolutely... Just put me on. Just put my name in the credits. I don't want money. Just put my name in the credits. I don't want money. That's my pitch. <laughs> I can actually see that. And it actually might be good. Yeah. Or I got another one for you. Yeah. Creed had other kids, right? Yes. Yes, he did. They we never seen we haven't seen them. That's another thing. Where have they been? <laughs> right. Have him actually face one of his actual half brothers. That could be a good one. And then the uh, another uh, I got another pitch to uh, for the Rocky series. I would love to see a prequel, even if it's a TV show or a movie. I would love to see a prequel about Mick. I like to see a movie about a young Mick and his and an up and coming Mick set in the 1920s. Mm, okay, Mick. Yep, prequel to Mick. That yep. would actually be good. Yeah, I would love to see it. Because nobody movie. knows Mick's background. Well, well you know his I background, mean, some, but you've never some, seen. Yeah, yeah. There are some details here and there that, that the, the first two Rocky movies kind of talk, you know, they mention, you know, when he's talking about, I was a young fighter like you, I, but I never had a manager. Like, so there, there, mm -hmm. so there, there are seeds set in place. So I would love to see Where a you young. Where show how, show how good Mick's hands were back in the day. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Hell, you know who'd be a good one to play him? Maybe, maybe not like a young Mick, but maybe like a Mick in his in his like thirties or forties. I would love to see Edward Norton play. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good pick yep. right there. But that yeah, would I would love to see one. a Mick prequel. Hell, I wouldn't even mind seeing an Apollo, uh, Apollo Creed prequel. How he got the title, but I yeah, think Mick, Mick it, would be a good one. You never seen uh, Apollo got the title either, so yeah. Yeah, they they, they 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 briefly reference it in the first Rocky movie uh, when Rocky was sitting at the bar, but that that was all we got. So, um, but yeah, no, 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 man. Hey, the next time I'm on here, man, that might be a good subject, man. Just you know what? Through, next time we do this, Pat. Uh, uh, Pat. Next time we do this, let's do a uh, let's bring in the whole blue crew. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if we can get everybody to come on at once. And man, uh, that's a pretty dope idea, though. That, that Deontay Wilder idea. I like that idea. Speaking of Deontay, I actually Wilder, think that would be box office. Box office. Actually, man, because I don't get to talk about boxing much. But uh, let's just talk real quick. What what it's looking like in the heavyweight division, and then we'll call it a night. It looks like we're gonna get Deontay Wilder against Anthony Joshua in January, and then of course. Uh, Tyson Fury's got to get past Francis Ndaku, which he will, even though I, I hate Tyson Fury, but he's going to win that fight. Let's, it is what it is. But then we're going to get yeah. Usyk versus Fury to unify. And then potentially the winner of Wilder Joshua will fight the winner of Fury and Usyk. So if it plays out the way I think it's going to play out, I think we're going to get Wilder Fury 4 at the end of 2024. That's going to be an absolute war. 
I if hope... we get a Fury Wilder four, I think that would be an absolute war. For all the marbles, because here's how I look at it. Yeah, Fury won those fights, but Fury did get a long count twice. So people will pay to see. I think people would pay to see a fourth fight. Yeah, you definitely. That's the fight. That's the only fight you really want to see in boxing when it comes to the heavyweights. Nobody else brings any. What do you call that? Pizzazz to yeah. the ring, but those two, man. That yes. then guy and Ghana, Francis Agano and the Fury. That's a money grab. You know that ain't no real fight. Um, but Fury, uh, uh, what's his name? Cusick or uh, uh, Alexander Usyk. Yeah, Usyk, that's going to bring some ratings. I think Usyk has a little bit of a chance, man. He might have a little bit of a speed factor against him. He would him, have to outbox Fury... him. I don't think he'll knock him out. The only way he can win no. is if he outbox him like he did with Joshua. I just I just think Fury's going to be no, too No, he's slick. not. Yeah, Fury's going to. I'm not saying Fury's going to knock him out, but if anybody goes down, it's going to be Usyk in yeah. that fight. Yeah, because think... Anthony Joshua staggered him. He didn't. He didn't hurt him, but he did stagger him. But I. But but if he can take Anthony Joshua's power, I think he can take Fury's power too. I think Wilder is gonna knock Joshua the fuck out. I say third. I'm predicting third round knockout. Yeah, I think gonna it's gonna be him. a quick fight between those two, because Joshua is not. He. Everybody said he's this boxer type dude. He's not. The elusive guy that he that he has to be in order to get past Wilder. He he's gonna sit there and take one of those Wilder shots and he's going down. Yeah. And I, that I, Fury, and then it'll be Fury, Fury Wilder for the undisputed, and then they'll both retire after that fight. And unfortunately, I'm gonna give it to Fury. I think he outboxes Wilder again. I think so too. But I think it's gonna be. We're all gonna watch because you know, because you know that the bomb. You cannot bet against the bronze bomber when you got that great eraser, that power, and that man-made born power that can't be taught. You gotta. You, you, you'll be at the edge of your seat just waiting. Is it will will Wilder land another? So I think Wilder lands one on him. A uh, good one and makes him and drops him again. I just okay. think. Well, I just Fury think Fury is. Yeah, and every time he gets back up. It's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. Wilder has to hope that one of those shots that he hits him with puts him out for good. And, the, and that the rap he, actually does a fair count. Yeah, right. But Fury always seems to get back up. No matter if the count is long or not, however you want to put it. When he gets back up, he tears that ass up. Yes. <laughs> Wilder is not, it's not a bot. I don't want to say he's not a boxer. He's not. He's more of a straight right type yeah. guy like if he hits you with a straight right is lights out i yeah. only person i've seen get back up from that shit is fury and that exactly. surprised the hell out of him and that's the only guy that's able it's the only guy that's able to beat wilder yeah. and i i just think it's i think it's sad the way people uh really try to put wilder legacy down because he lost to fury fury was the only man that man lost to yeah come on and 39 39 knockouts yeah, and he's knocked out everybody that he's faced except Fury. Well, he knocked him down, so he's basically knocked down every fighter he's ever. Faced. I think he knocked him out in that first round, in that first fight. They just gave him a long ass count. Same with the I third think fight. He, he, yeah, so 
Uh, I think Wilder's legacy in my mind is set. Uh, he should be recognized as one of the greatest of all time. Um, but I think when he goes to that Fury uh, Wilder 4, which it looks like it's going to be one of the last big box, big uh, heavyweight boxing matches for a long time. Because yeah. I don't see any heavyweights below them that's worth anything. Maybe uh, Andy Ruiz. Uh, he's quick and big, but none of those guys bring the, will bring the numbers like those two gentlemen uh, have over the past, what, about seven years? Yeah. They really saved heavyweight boxing with those fights. So and They absolutely did. And... and I but I think the pound for pound the best right now, without a doubt, is Terrence Crawford. And I really do hope yeah. he moves up to 168 to face Canelo. That'll be a fantastic fight, and that'll be a win for the both of them. Yep. But I think Canelo's been ducking and dodging for a long time, so I don't think we'll see a yeah, Terrence boy, Crawford, he, he can't, uh, he Canelo. He can't turn down this kind of payday. This might be the best payday both of them will, that they'll ever receive. Well, Canelo's received some pretty big paydays. we, we I don't think that I don't think there's a payday. You're right. I don't think there's a payday uh, more than Terrence Crawford right now. Yeah. I think Terrence Crawford is the cash cow um, in boxing right now. Hopefully, he's able to take advantage of it. He he's already what 35. Yeah, he's 35, so, but he's he's a young 35, and yeah, he's he doesn't take many hits. So I can see him fighting into his 40s, man. I hopefully he's able to cash in because I think I think he's got two years left. Of it. I think he'll go to his 37. I think he'll go to the 37, maybe 38. I think he's got a couple years left. Well, hopefully he gets about three or four mega fights out of him to make him upwards of 100 million in, the, in those will. fights because he deserves it. He will. Um, because he's been BS'd a lot by his his representation and he's just now reaping the re fruits of his labor. So. I know. It's Hopefully sucks. Terrence Crawford. Yeah, that sucks for him, man. Yeah, because people uh, like us, we, we, you and I, we always knew. It's just, it's just, we just, it's just unfortunately he was, wasn't given the opportunity until just, just a yeah. couple months ago. I see why you say everybody was running from him. That's true. Everybody was running from him. <laughs> yeah, that dude's a monster, bro. Well, that Pat, a monster. This has been absolutely wonderful. Thanks for so much for coming on my platform once again. We cannot wait to have you back. Maybe we'll have the next, the whole. Cr crew on next time or I love I, I would absolutely love to come back on your channel call a few games together or at least or talk post game with you. Uh but Pat, oh, you know what you're always welcome bro. Oh I appreciate that. Well Pat before you go um oops did I lose him? Or was that just my placeholder? Oh, okay. I think that was your placeholder. Okay, okay. Uh, so Pat before uh, we go can you please uh just plug yourself in one last time and we'll call a night. Alright um like I said this is big Pat Sports Talk man Best Giants content creator on YouTube. Yes, I said it. But uh, <laughs> you can go to Big Pass Sports Talk. Just type in Big Pass Sports Talk. I'll uh, come up. If you're looking for Giants content, I'm your guy. Uh, you can catch me in just about all my friends' uh, content. Uh, Nerd Cage. I uh, try to support as much as I can. Uh, try to put out as many videos as I can as well. Follow the Big Blue Crew, G Nation Inside Sports. Classified 3F with Joe, Unpopular Opinion Sports, man. We, I mean, we're a whole crew, man. You see it in every video at the end. So I uh, appreciate you, uh, Cage, for letting me uh, come on, man. It's always a joy coming on here, man. You get to relax and just talk some movies and stuff. Nothing better than that, man. I appreciate you letting me come on here and just chop it up with you, man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. Joe, how's it going, bud? <laughs> Better late than never. Uh, here's yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah. He's late. 
Yeah, no, it's all good. We understand Joe was working late, but uh, we appreciate you being here. Um, but, Joe, you're right on time, Joe. Uh, plug it. Let's plug in our stuff real quick before we go, Joe. So, uh, Joe, Crash. Yes, our Crash Bandicoot G Fuel Energy Drink Food Review. If you haven't seen that, go over and see it. It was a lot of fun to make. Yes, and then one that just dropped yesterday, Spyro. Yes, the Spyro Dragon Fruit G Fuel Energy Drink. We did a food review on that, and that was also amazing. And then, of course, our tier makers are now available on all podcast platforms. Yes, our video game console tier maker with Fisk Vegas, Tabmock99, and Shaq Oatmeal of the Round 1 Podcast. And with Sean Wick, also available on podcast platforms. Yes, Sean Wick from JT Is Reborn was on the show. And last week's stream. Last week's stream with Jesus of Joe Blow Celebrity Interviews, Jimmy O was on the show. <laughs> and then Joe, Saturday, 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 not Friday because I'm going to a concert Friday, so Saturday. Yeah, Saturday we will be back punching bowlers in pure Resident Evil Sorry. style with Resident Evil 5. Co-op, baby. Me as Chris and Jay, of course, is Big Ted Sheva. Yes, and then Joe, totally speaking, Sunday, Tetris. Yes, the Tetris G Fuel Energy Drink food review. And then Tuesday. Tuesday we are back to God of War 2. And then finally, a week from tonight, Adam from Scribe Productions will be back on the show. Yes, and Joe, plug in social media and we'll call it a night here. All right, if you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. And our Discord is always available in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers. No politics. And for God's sakes, keep it civil. Yes. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you. Big Pat Sports Talk, man, he's uh, t- took time off his busy schedule between work and, and calling the game to be here tonight. So, Pat, thanks so much for hanging out with us again. I just want to say you are one of my voice of reasons when it comes to the, the, the Giants content makers, man. Like, I appreciate everything you do, man. Keep up the great work. Keep up the great production, man. I notice. I see you. I notice the production value that you've been putting into them shows, man. So, yeah. again, congratulations. Uh, I mean, you're fastly approaching 4,000 subscribers. Congratulations on that. Uh, we cannot wait to chop it up with you again, and we can't wait to collaborate with you again in the future. So, thank you so much. So, that being said, we previously asked you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit. Like syphilis. <laughs> so the USA, from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, to all of our friends and friends around the world, at Nerd Cage Live, and welcome to Big Pet Sports Talk and the Big Blue Crew Productions. As, as always, enjoy life. Stay safe. Eat your vegetables. Do your push-ups. Go to the gym. And I'm going to say it right here, right now. Let's go, New York Giants. I am taking that 11-6, and six, baby. Let's go. Everybody have a good night and enjoy the Kansas City Chiefs Detroit game tonight. Good night. Yeah. Gonna be calling that tonight, Big Blue Crew. Yes. How thank you, guys. Man? Yes, thank you very much. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, 
tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs>